0: On this episode, we are wrapping up the 200-episode parte that we've been having, and we are pulling back the curtain and unveiling the pièce de résistance, which is all about modernized marketing. You definitely need to listen to this show. I'm Andrea Maxim, and this is the Profitable Practice Podcast, made for practitioners who are ready to build a six-figure practice with a million-dollar impact that also lets you close your laptop and be present with your family anytime you want to. Together, we will challenge the antiquated ways of running a practice, we'll merge our brick-and-mortar online, and build, systemize, and grow as maximized practitioners. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the third part of our 200-episode celebration we're gonna break down all things modernized marketing. And I would say over the past year, I have really leaned into this with our maximized Practitioner students. I've really leaned into this with our elite level member students. Marketing, especially in this year moving forward, marketing, copywriting, messaging, learning how to sell yourself, learning how to do social selling, all crazy essential and all things that you absolutely need to be leaning into. So, normally I would do three episodes here. I have to give one episode honorable mention because it didn't it wasn't recorded in video form and I want to make all of these in video format so that you can watch and listen or just listen on your wherever you download this episodes, these episodes. So, I'm going to be putting in Um, one as an honorable mention, which is episode 127, the, how to create basically 10 plus pieces of content from a single piece of content, whether that be a video, a blog post, something like that. So I will link to that one in the show notes, but we're going to predominantly spend our time listening to two really amazing episodes. I'm going to start with the first one. The first one is Episode 79 and these were my big takeaways from the very first BBD live event that I went to with James Wedmore. And so these were some of the up-to-date modernized strategies that people were using in order to grow their business with social media. We're going to start with that one. Then about 10 minutes later I'm going to unveil probably the most downloaded episode of this year if not the past two years. And this was my interview with Alicia McPherson before she made her quantum leap into the seven figure business earner that she is now. So, this is episode 136, where Alicia basically went from graduate to running a completely virtual practice just with webinars and all of the other systems on the back end and how she did it with just grit and determination, and now she is just flying. So I'm gonna save that to the very, very end. And just like the other episodes, everything is segmented into like 10-minute pieces. So you can jump ahead to a segment, you can come back, and if you haven't listened to the other two episodes, episodes 200 and 201, 200 is all about foundational experience, really putting yourself out there in front of your top 100 ideal patients or clients and how to do that. Pillar two, about business essentials, all about the business systems and strategies and how to really get things done very, very quickly and easily, and of course, now we're into modernized marketing. So, without further ado, I'm gonna jump into that first snippet from the key takeaways from my live at BBD Live. So first things first, one of the coolest things that I'm definitely implementing in my business this year, and in fact, I've been working on the slides for this, is automated webinars. So over the past um, month, actually just last month, I did two webinars to my um, current list of online followers and patients. And then I also did a Facebook Live and boosted it just to a targeted area for people that could actually come into my office and ran two live webinars. Um, The topic this time was doing lab values, which is one of the presentations in my Rock Your Seminars program. This month, we're going to be doing it all on Synthroid. So why Synthroid is not good enough for your thyroid and talking all about hypothyroid and all the different ways that you can assess for thyroid issues um and it was wildly successful so out of the two live webinars i did i booked in one new patient five old patients that hadn't seen me for years one person i hadn't even seen for five years and she came back into the office each had a value of 160 bucks which is my hourly rate Um, so you know that was a good day's work so webinars are definitely something i'm going to be rinsing and repeating for the rest of the year to engage previous people that have been to my seminars but haven't yet booked in to get some new people in a local targeted audience from Facebook onto these webinars. Um, So that's kind of new. But anyways, so um, we had Melissa Griffin who runs the Pinterest online course. So she was just talking about her automated webinar and it is a million dollar automated webinar funnel that she's created. And the software that is the best one to use for Evergreen webinars is called Ever Webinar which is kind of the sister product to Webinar Jam both of which I use and ultimately it was what we would encourage around webinars is you definitely want to run the same webinar maybe six to 10 times live, really gauge what people like. Does it actually sell? Um, What kind of questions are you getting? How should you change the graphics? How should you do um, the layout of the slides? All those things. And once you feel pretty confident with those webinars, you can absolutely turn it into an automated webinar. And what the webinar does is it goes out a day after when they click on the link, and then they can watch the replay or whatever. So that is definitely something that I wanna simplify with my business, is every opt-in, the whole purpose is to get them onto an Evergreen webinar. That Evergreen webinar will sell a product or a service or something along those lines, and you can then retarget the people that watched the webinar but didn't buy to rejoin at a later date. Of course, that sounds really techie and scary, but it's not that bad. And of course, as As we're talking about automated webinars, people are always going to say, well, um, you know, aren't people going to get upset that it's not live? And her answer was pretty good, I thought. She said, well, who says it has to be live? And number two, how many more people could actually see your work, listen to your um, strategies and your systems and get to learn from you? If you're constantly kind of like rebalancing maybe every two weeks doing a live webinar when most people want to learn like right away, right as soon as they start engaging with you and you would set up the webinar to be a little bit different. Obviously, you're not going to ask people to answer your questions or, um, you know, say anything about the chat window, but there is usually an option for people to email you if they do have questions. Um, And so at the very end of it, she does. She has a compiled list of Q&A of what the most common questions are that came up when she was doing it live and just put that right at the end of her webinar. So that was, I thought, really, really cool. And that is definitely something that I wanna start to do and cross your fingers, make a million dollars at it like she does. Um, The other thing that kind of came up is how do I use YouTube to grow my list? How do I get YouTube to um, grow my business? And there was a few, there's two gentlemen that the videos, their whole business is on YouTube. And the one thing that really came out when it came to social media is what social media platforms are search engines and which ones are more engagement. So Instagram and Facebook are definitely more about engagement, whereas YouTube and Pinterest are a lot more searchable. So the biggest thing with YouTube, which I didn't even think about, is if you want your YouTube video to actually um, get searched and get popular and get likes and engagement and people downloading your freebies, you need to make it answer the question that people are searching on YouTube. So with every single YouTube clip that I'm now making moving forward, I'm going to snippet out the pieces that aren't answering a question But if I were to say something like, how do I use YouTube to grow my business? And then I answer that in the video. Well, that's the snippet that I'm going to put into YouTube and then say, watch the rest of the episode here at this particular website address. Oh, yes. And then for Instagram, when it comes to social media, um, the biggest thing was always showing up authentically. So you always want every single post you have to be very much aligned with your values, aligned with how you speak and what your message is all about. Post at least once a day, and you want to make content that's very replicable. So something that people can put into their own lives, either a recipe, you could do a quick video demo of you making something, people love that stuff, or something like um, meditation, walking on the grass with your bare feet and how grounding that is, Um, dry skin brushing, like things that people can take away from your Instagram feed and put into their own lives is really, really important. And then the other big thing that a lot of people have been doing with Instagram is using polls. So um, in their Insta story, they'll add the poll um, graphic to a post and then anybody that answers that poll You can actually look in the analytics and see who answered yes or no or who said, you know, A, B or C or whatever your poll is. And you can actually send them a direct message and talk to them and kind of build, again, that therapeutic relationship already and then say, hey, you know, I'd love to have you in my office. Um, what do you think? And then the best way to respond in a direct message is with videos. So you can actually send, I think, a minute video clip. And I've done this where I've sent like five in a row to answer somebody's question. And they really love that. And Jasmine Star, she has Insta 180. I was really on the fence about joining her program and learning more about Instagram. And she responded to me in three video um, messages. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this person took the time out of her busy day to send me a video message and that's really what sold me on the program. So imagine what you could do with prospective patients or clients um, in the same way. Oh, and then with regards to social media, a lot of people are using Meet Edgar. Meet Edgar is about $60 a month to use, but Meet Edgar is amazing in the fact that it can actually put all of your blog posts and social media posts into like a pool and it will keep... Going back to that pool and reposting for you, you know, every single hour of the day if you want to, and you can say on Mondays I want you to go into my social, like my um, quote pool, and it'll just randomly post your quotes. On Tuesdays I want it to be the videos. On Wednesdays I want it to be from this pool. On Thursdays I want it to be blog posts with this keyword in it. And Meet Edgar actually will do all those things. But somebody at the event said, "Smarter Q." is like $10 a month and does the exact same thing as Meet Edgar. So when it comes to your social media stuff, Smarter Q would be something that you want to look into. All right, hopefully you got some good inspirational ideas from listening to that. But now comes the piece de resistance, which is my favorite interview with Alicia McPherson. And remember, definitely go ahead and listen to episode 127 on your own. I will link to that in the show notes where you can build out 10 plus small pieces of content from one big piece of content. So here's now my interview with Alicia. Again, it's just a a small piece of it. So go back and listen to 136. She also came back on the show again this year. So go check out the second interview I have with her. And this is all about how she created a virtual business using webinars, and putting yourself out there on the daily on social media and stayed convicted to the process.
1: We don't go into this for the money. We're not going to make a lot of money. You know, you're going to make maybe 40k for the first few years. And that was kind of ingrained in my brain until, you know, you're looking at your OSAP bills, you're looking at your line of credits, and you're like, there has to be a better way to do this. Like, there's got to be a way that I don't have to spend 10 years building a practice in order to be successful and like make the money I want to make, have the impact that I want to make. Um, So right out of school, I jumped into like learning everything I could about, about business and like building a practice and using social media so that by the time I was licensed, I already had the ground running. Like I already had a whole network. I had an audience. I, I was really clear on who I wanted to work with. Um, So that just allowed me to tackle the day I got my license until I guess I'm about 15 months later, full speed, like no,
0: no limitations doing whatever, whatever I could to get to my goals. So when it comes to your content, how are you posting? Because here's the problem that a lot of our listeners have is They create the social media calendar based on just random things that they think people are going to like that are going to be a splattering of just information, exactly like you said, on wellness. So I'd love to hear how you're actually putting together your copy. Is it story form? Is it really quick, short, um, like short one or two sentences? Is it like a really long, massive post? What did you find your audience really connected with you the best?
1: I'm a long poster (laughs) I'll write like paragraphs and often when I so what I do is I have a Google doc everything gets saved in Google Drive Mm -hmm. If you don't have Google Drive Google Calendar that runs my life so I'll have a a doc going and I'll do weekly and so the first thing I do is is brain dump like Mm -hmm. everything my possible girl my avatar wants to know about and I've narrowed it down to for me it's metabolism hormones inflammation stress what to eat how to exercise Mm -hmm. like hormonal stuff um, and so I write really really long captions. This is only what I do I'm starting to gear away from it now because I'm tired
0: <laughs> But sure.
1: Right, it's 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 a lot to write long ones like that But that's how I started was just right 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 write. and I'll do I call them like 13 pieces of content that I'll do um, The most important ones are value So giving a lot of value because you want to show these people that you're an expert They don't care that I'm a naturopathic doctor you know, at the end of the day, they want to know, can you help me? Right? It definitely helps. We definitely get bonus points being doctors, mm-hmm. of course. But that's not what's going to draw someone in to my world. It's it's them knowing that I have the information and I'm willing to share it with you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like the main mission in my business and how I, I think I've been able to build so fast is value first. Can I show these people that I know what I'm talking about? Um, so I'll usually do that as one style of post, and I'll do like three ways to. What do they want? Five ways to this, things you should stop doing. Um, Usually three to five tips max. That's one strategy. Other thing is storytelling. You got to be able to tell a good story. Mm -hmm. So I'll tell stories about my life, um, things that I've been through. I'll tell stories like almost like a case study. We can't do testimonials, but I can certainly share a case study about how female had X, Y, and Z and how we overcame that in order to get X, Y, Z. So a lot of storytelling, um, inspirational posts. Mm -hmm. Five percent of the time, Mm -hmm. right? Five percent because I want to make them. I want to invoke an emotion when someone's reading something online. So, those are the three big ones I'll do. Like, think there's any other? I'll share my method on how I help people. So I'll talk a lot about um, McPherson method, which is essentially a brand or identity I've built up. So I'll talk about that and how I help people get. For me, it's weight loss, balancing hormones, stress management, improving energy.
0: So with these posts, I know we're adding value. I know we're giving um, sort of like health tips and showing your personality. How often are you actually getting people to take an action? And what is your sort of business strategy from getting them off of social media and into whatever it is to get them into your virtual clinic?
1: Totally. Yeah. So my, my end goal is get them onto a call. Um, so you can call a sales call you can call them a discovery call a breakthrough call. I will do a 60 minute 45 now, but 45 to 60 minute free complimentary call before someone even works with me cause I want to make sure they're the right type of person. Um, so the end goal is getting them onto that call. So I kind of worked backwards there on what do I need to do to get person on call good quality person one of my strategies that I'll say is at the end of my post, I'll say, send me a message, DM me. If you Mm -hmm. felt all of these things, send me a message, like DM me essentially. Yep. And so what we're doing is getting the person from, you think of social media as this big wide space, like everyone's posting on there. There's a lot of things. And so I say, send me a DM to make them take the action to actually message me. Mm -hmm. Right. So they're looking through my things. You're being like, oh my God, The best compliment I can ever get from anyone has nothing to do with if I healed them, right? Naturopathically, it's you spoke directly to me, right? You are saying what's in my head. So I'm looking for those words and then they push to a message. Once I get them into a private message, one, it shows me commitment, but also means that they're very, very serious. They want my help. And so I'll have maybe like five back and forth conversation about what's going on. What do they want? Are they willing to invest in themselves? Do they want help right now? And then pushing to call. Mm -hmm. Um, The other way that I'll do this is now through a webinar. So having a funnel, right? I have something that's working back end in my business that I don't have to do anything for. So it's having a funnel and I'm pushing people either to a free guide or most importantly for me, it's my webinar. So my webinar is like a 60 minute training explaining exactly who I am, what I do, how I can help people, giving lots of value but also showing them the vision of what's possible for them if they actually take action and get the help that they need. So big thing is pushing people there. And at the end of the webinar, push to call.
0: Mm-hmm. And this is a very important piece. And, and you just said it so like easily, but I, I'm going to hammer it back to everybody, including myself. It is human nature that when something goes wrong, quote unquote, that we drop it. We don't ever want to repeat something that's wrong or hurts us or make us feel bad. This is the problem with business structure is that you try something once, it goes really well the first time, you try it again, it's a complete (laughs) failure, quote unquote, and it's not that what you are offering is incorrect, it's just that that particular moment, people weren't interested and then you do it the next week and there's like a shit ton of people that are interested. So What you're saying is every single week, so you did, let's give or take 50 webinars live over the course of the previous year, and you tweaked every single time, and you listened to what your audience needed every single time, and you made improvements, and that's what I'm saying. Where you were at the very beginning is probably light years from where you are now, and so what I'd like to ask you is what did you find to be the biggest aha moments, and you're like, oh this is what I've been doing wrong. And then that little tweak kind of made a big difference or, oh shit, my slides are set up this way and they should have been this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I think my biggest, I, my biggest aha moments have always come from my sales calls. So mm-hmm. having calls with people and then writing down everything they say and taking those words and putting it back into the webinar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Cause in that webinar, I'm really trying to kind of take them through the psychological journey of what they're going through and that I understand. And, and so it's putting those words back in over and over and over again until like now the comments I get was like, Oh my God, how did you know this? How did you know this about me? Right? I've never been 250 pounds, but like I can understand and I empathize and I, I truly know what they're going through from talking to so many people about it. Uh, that was one big uh aha, The other big aha was being careful to not over-teach, right? Like teaching way too much and giving out, I know I just said give out value, but when you're giving so much free things for Mm -hmm. people, they're not going to take action and it's not going to help them. So it's learning about how to give value and how to coach and help somebody, but not teach them everything because that's not serving them. Mm -hmm. And I think my third biggest aha was exactly what you said failure is never failure. It's only feedback. I can't even tell you the times that I've royally screwed up and lost thousands of dollars and messed up something so bad that you would be so embarrassed and hide under a hole for like the rest of your life, social media, you know, going live and just laughing it off and taking nothing seriously and being like, whatever <laughs> whatever and so those are the three big things that i my big aha moments in learning to do over the last year that i think has got me this far this fast
0: all right peeps that is wrapping up our amazing three-parter 200th episode extravaganza if you will and i am just so thrilled that you were with me for the ride i cannot wait to see what the next 100 episodes are going to look like the next 300 episodes are going to look like, and then we'll reach another major milestone. So keep on downloading this. Keep on reaching out to me. Book that one-on-one call with me. That link for the game plan call is in the show notes. And just start a conversation with me. I I love to know who I'm talking to, what's resonating with you. I love that feedback. It gets me kind of jazzed up. And then let's have a virtual cheers as the podcast now embarks on another big milestone which will most likely wrap up over the next couple of years to make it to episode 500 and if there are topics that you want me to talk about or if you want to be a guest on the show I'm always happy to have my people on here and make sure that I'm talking about things that you want to hear about so cheers to another 200 episodes and beyond thank you again so much for listening I cannot wait to hear from you in any capacity. I'm Andrea Maxim, and I'm out. If you liked this episode, be sure to subscribe so you are notified when a new episode is posted. Leave a review and drop me a message on Instagram at AndreaMaximND as I love hearing from you. Just so you know, we also host the video version of most of our episodes on maximizedbusiness.ca. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode.